Hi, and welcome to episode 27 of the Untethered Podcast. Today, you'll have the pleasure of chatting with my four-year-old, Lily. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. She's going to be talking about her ALF appliance. We're going to be talking about changes we've seen and how much more of a adventurous eater she's become. Let's go. Quick disclaimer, all information, content, and material of this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and is for the informational purpose only and not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified healthcare provider. Welcome to the Untethered Podcast. I am your host, Hallie Balkin. I'm a certified orofacial myologist, feeding specialist, and mentor. This podcast is all about getting your questions answered and collaborating with colleagues to bring you the most up-to-date information in the orofacial myofunctional therapy, tethered oral tissue, and airway space. I challenge you to keep an open mind and join my mission to get this information out to the masses. Let's get started. Hey guys, Hallie and Lily here today, and we are going to talk about Lily's tongue tie release when she was two, as well as her ALF, or her ALF as we like to call it, uh, appliance that she got in at the age of four, which was back in August of 2019, this year. And we're going to talk about some changes that we've seen. She's going to tell you and answer some questions from her perspective. All right, you ready, Lily? Yeah. Okay. So, Lily, can you tell us what's your name? Lily. How old are you? Four. <gasps> That's amazing. Do you go to school? Yeah. Yeah. And what is your favorite thing to play with? The cars. The cars? At home or at school? At home. At home. Like the cars mama has in her office? Yeah. I see. Cool. Um, I have a question for you. Do you have a tongue tie? Yeah. Wait a second. Do you have one or did you have one before? I had one before. Oh, so it's all gone now. Yeah. Yeah. You still have a tongue though, right? Yeah. Just not a tongue tie, right? Yeah. Do you know what that really cool piece of skin under your tongue is called? No. A frenulum. Can you say frenulum? Frenulum. <laughs> it's a tricky word, isn't it? Well, guess what? It used to be really tight, and then we went to Dr. Ryan, right? And he fixed that for you. How old were you? Two. <gasps> you were two. I'm surprised you know that. <laughs> so tell us, Lily, because people can't see us. They're just listening. What can you do with your tongue? Suction it. Oh, you can suction it. Woo. And what else can you do with your tongue? Put it on my cheek. Put it in your cheek. From that, you can push it into one cheek and then push it into the other cheek. Very cool. Is that easy or hard? Easy. Easy. Yeah, I see you doing it. What else can you do with your tongue? Stick it out. Stick it out. And it can go where? Behind my elf. Behind your elf. Yeah, up behind your teeth. Good. Or even down behind it on the bottom. And anything else you can do with your tongue? Um... I can click my tongue. Uh-huh. And anywhere else that moves? Um, I can put it on the top when I'm sleeping. You put it up top when you're sleeping? That's amazing. Does it move side to side at all? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what that's really helpful for? What? Chewing. Is that cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, guys, we'll post videos of Lily doing some of these things on Instagram. So, follow us on Instagram at Hallie Balkan if you want to see Lily doing some of her movements. Um, so, Lily, what do you have in your mouth right now? An elf. You have an elf in your mouth. And what, do you, what is that elf for? Like, what is it helping with? Helping me chew. It's helping you chew. Oh, how is it helping you chew? Because it makes my 
Mouth wider and wider and wider and wider and wider. Whoa. Okay, so you're saying that it's helping make your mouth wider and that's making it easier to chew? That's interesting. So, hey, guys, that's the perspective of a four-year-old. I think what Lily is telling us and what we've actually seen in her dental visits is that the ALF is already helping to expand her palate, and she is four, so we're seeing quick movement, which is awesome. And... In turn, I think what she's telling us is that she feels like it's easier to chew different foods. I fully believe this and what she's saying because I have seen her become a more adventurous eater since getting her ALF uh, put in. That was back in August. And today, as we record this, it is November 20th. And so this probably won't go up for maybe, uh, maybe like three or four weeks. But, you know, by the time you hear this, she'll have had the ALF in her mouth since August, three months and maybe closer to four months by the time this launches. But I think the really cool thing that I've seen as a feeding therapist and a mama is that Lily is getting, she's exploring more. She sees foods we're eating and she wants to try them. Um, Sometimes we like them, sometimes we don't, which is totally okay. But that interest in exploring was not there prior to getting the ALF in, um, which I think is super duper cool. I've also seen a major decrease in how, how much she, how often I should say she gets colds. Um, Lily, have you had a cold this school year? How many? Like one. Yeah, just one, right? So by this point of the school year, November, and she starts right after Labor Day, she started right after Labor Day, I should say, usually we've had ongoing congestion and draining noses and coughs and like full-blown colds that just never seem to fully go away. Um, this year, I think she's had one cold that lasted a couple days, and we were able to get that, uh, get her back on track. And yeah, I mean, that's been, for me, it's exciting because, hi, airway, <laughs> you know, she can sleep at night and she can breathe when she's sleeping and is not congested. Plus, then we don't have to worry about sending her to school with, with illness uh, or keeping her home, you know, for extended periods of time because of a runny, yucky nose and cough. Um, so that's been really cool too. I think what it's ultimately doing, and again, there isn't any research that I'm familiar with on this um, as it applies to the ALF, but I think in opening her airway, we've also made it easier for her to breathe through her nose, which she was primarily doing before. And we're seeing that she's fully nasal breathing and again, like much healthier. So that's pretty cool, isn't it, Lil? Mm-hmm. I also want to add, this is post-recording with Lily that I'm adding this, <laughs> Um, so I apologize if this breaks up the natural flow, but we'll jump back into it in a minute. I want to add that Lily's tonsils have decreased significantly since August. And again, it's been three months in her ALF. We noticed this after month two, like after she's fully been in it for two months. And I know that I'm going to get, um, some hate mail over this because people will say, where's the research? And are you saying that soft tissue can shrink in response to putting an appliance in the mouth? And I'm thinking, yeah, it can. I mean, obviously no research, but Hey, Lily is a case study. Um, she's actually being followed by her team and we'll see what happens. You know, maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't come back. Maybe it's the ALF. Maybe it's not. I just think it's an awfully funny coincidence that, She has this device put in for expansion, you know, a couple days before she turns four and for 2.5 years, right? Two and a half years, she has had chronically enlarged and inflamed tonsils. And when I say enlarged and inflamed, they're like 
size three, not kissing, but inflamed. Like you can see the veins running through them to the point where we would go for a dental cleaning or some of her early um, ALF adjustments and they would ask if she was sick. And I would say, no, not sick right now. Um, In the past, yes, likely she would have been sick, but ever since getting her ALF in, uh, not so much the case. She's only had one bout of um, a cold this fall, which we will talk about later in this episode. Um, But fascinating to me that the tonsils just magically seem to go away. Um, So, you know, if you have an explanation for that and you're a researcher or you want to look at her case, you know, uh, when it's all done so we can see what happens with that soft tissue as we progress, um, you know, by all means, reach out. But I have photos, I have pictures that I can show, you know, so you can see how enlarged and inflamed and veiny those tonsils were in the back of her mouth. Like I could not see into her throat. Um, whereas now you look in her mouth and there's nothing there. Like they're hidden behind the tonsillar pillars. Like it's, they're just, it's almost like they're missing. Like they were removed, but they weren't. Um, which is pretty freaking cool because we haven't changed anything about her diet or her lifestyle or anything else aside from putting in this ALF. Um, and you know, at least during this time period. Um, I've always said, you know, maybe if we cut back on her dairy intake, the tonsils will shrink. And maybe they would because I totally am a big believer that we can get soft tissue inflammation from the foods we eat. However, there have, again, been zero changes in her diet um, and really in anything else since August, since getting this put in. So just some food for thought, something I wanted to share with you guys. We're going to get back into the conversation with Lily and, you know, feel free to send your hate mail my way, but I'm sharing my experience as a mom and a practitioner with you and what I'm seeing. And yes, I am a speech pathologist and a certified orofacial myologist who specializes in myofunctional therapy and assessing and diagnosing tongue ties and um, feeding uh, therapy. And I'm a feeding specialist as well. But that and so it's out of my scope to make comments about what actually happened as far as the tonsils go or what actually happened as far as, you know, the dental expansion and everything goes in a medical setting and from a medical standpoint. But I'm sharing this episode with you today as a mom who does have experience in these realms, but as a mom, and I'm just showing you, I'm sharing my observations. I'm sharing my daughter's case. Um, so keep that in mind. I'm, I'm open to all the hate mail if you guys want to send it my way. I've said it on other episodes, and actually, we have never received any hate mail yet. So I want to thank you guys for that because it's been so awesome to have people who want to learn more or who are in this space and are super excited to receive this information. Um, so I want to just thank you for that. All right, let's jump back in. So, Lily, where is your elf in your mouth? Up top. Up top. And you also have one on the? Bottom. Mm-hmm. And what happened to the one on the bottom? wouldn't get in. It wouldn't go all the way in on one side, right? We we had to, we don't know if it's some changes in the expansion of your of your lower jaw um, and the, the movement of the teeth. We don't know if it's that that's causing it or what, but we just could not get one side of that ALF to stay in. So we are fixing that currently so that we can make sure that it goes in properly, right? Um, so right now she just has the top in and we've still seen all this growth, which is really cool. Um, but we'll be going back soon to get the bottom one put back in, taking a, a little bottom break there. Um, hey, Lily, what, how does it feel? Can you tell other, like if other kids wanted to know, like how does it feel in your mouth? Um, good. Good? So it, does it bother you? Does it get in the way? Or it's just like there? There. It's just there? Yeah. Is it hard to speak with it in? No. Is it hard to eat with it in? 
No. Well, that's good, right? But there are some things I tell you you can't eat anyways because you have your, your ALF in and we don't want it to get pulled out. Like what? What can't you eat? Things that are really, really, really chewy and sti- sticky. And sticky. Yeah, but that's okay because we don't eat a lot of those things anyways, right? Yeah. Um, and can you feel it in your mouth all the time? Yeah. Yeah? And it feels like what? Good, not good, fine, you don't even notice it. Like how do you, how does it feel? Um, fine. Fine? Okay. Now, I have another question for you. Do you love going to the dentist to have it adjusted? Yeah. You do? Do you love your dentist? Yeah. Is she the best? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you so brave every time they take it out and put it back in? Um, I don't like when I have it back in. You don't like when they put it back in? It hurts. When it goes back in. It hurts when it goes back in, yeah. So that's our least favorite part of it because they do have to adjust it and they tighten it, right? And it feels a little tight when they put it back in, when they pop it back in there. But doesn't it quickly feel like back to normal? What do I give you? Do you remember what I give you? The little balls? The little arnica pellets. So we use arnica pellets, and obviously I'm not prescribing that to anybody. I'm just sharing our experience. But we use arnica pellets under the tongue, and that helps to reduce any swelling or any discomfort for Lily, and she really likes that. And that's all we do, right? We don't really take anything else. And within a few hours, you know, it's almost as if nothing ever happened, even though the mouth is actively working and expanding, right? Pretty cool, huh? Is there anything that you want to tell us about your your ALF, your ALF? Uh, no. No? <laughs> how long do you think you're going to have to wear it for? Um, how old do you think? Let me ask a different way. How old do you think you will be when you, when you get it taken out? Nine. Nine? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no, I think what you're remembering is I think that Dr. T said nine. We'll probably only need to wear it for nine months. And you're already like three months into it. So maybe, maybe like. And and I'll be a big kid. I think you're a big kid now, right? I'll be bigger. You will be bigger. That is right. Um, I think, you know, maybe before your fifth birthday. Would that be cool? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you've had a a week or so with the little one. The the little one. What am I saying? The bottom one out. So, you know, that could make things last a little bit longer. But I think around the time that you're five, you'll be all finished. Like before you go to kindergarten. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for other for other kids who might get this in their mouth, um, is there anything that they should know? Like, is it hard to, like, play soccer? Because you play soccer on Fridays. Is it hard to play soccer with this in your mouth? No. No? Like, no big deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it hard to eat your favorite foods with this in your mouth? No. No, just as long as they're not too sticky, right? And chewy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it hard to brush your teeth? No. What else? I wonder what other what other questions what did you what questions did you have about it? Did you have questions about it before you got it put in your mouth? Uh yeah. I think your biggest question was what? Is it gonna hurt? Right? Yeah. You said what are they gonna do and is it gonna hurt? And it was like a little tight when they put it in, but did it hurt? No. No. So do you think other kids can do it too? Yeah. Other four year olds or do you think they should be older? Other four-year-olds. Other four-year-olds? Yeah. All right. And so do you know the the last thing we're going to talk about, right? So we've talked about your tongue and becoming a more more adventurous eater. And let's talk about becoming a more adventurous eater a little bit more. What are some foods that you eat now that you did not eat before? Um, What's a new food you've tried that you liked? 
Chicken. Chicken? Yeah. What else? With ketchup. With ketchup, yeah. Uh-huh. What else? Mm. And that's like grilled chicken or, or um, baked chicken, right? Um, What's a new vegetable that you tried recently? Starts with an A. Asparagus. Asparagus. And you liked that too, right? Yeah, it starts with an A. <laughs> it does start with an A. Um, yeah, so chicken and asparagus, major wins over here, right? Yeah, and you've just been trying you've been trying other new foods as well. So I'm really excited about that, my big girl. Okay. Now, Lily, the last thing we want to talk about today is myofunctional therapy, right? So you don't ever really sit with mama and do like myo like my clients do, do you? No. Are we gonna start that soon? Yeah. You know why? What are the things we have to work on? So Lily is <laughs> because Lily sees what mama does since I work out of the home. She sees that we work on all these exercises, which she is a professional at, right? You are a exercise pro, but myofunctional therapy is not just those, those exercises. The myo that we need to work on is keeping the tongue behind the teeth when we swallow and when we make our S's, right? Sometimes our tongue likes to sneak it between our teeth when we make S's and you speech pathologists out there know that this would be considered a lisp. So um, we are going to work on that, but I wanted to make sure that she had enough time in her ALF device first so that we had some expansion and we'd have enough room for the tongue to truly exist up in the palate. And so now we're at a point where we're about to jump into her myo journey. Um, hopefully it won't be a super long one and we'll be able to do this just in the next like, you know, a month or two and then be good to go, but we we can always do a follow-up episode then and update you, right, Lil? And Lily, where's your tongue supposed to live in your mouth? Up top. Up top. Is it supposed to be on your teeth or behind your teeth? Behind my teeth. Oh, good job. See? She hears me say this all the time, so I figured it was in there somewhere. I'm proud of you. You're awesome, right? Right. Are we gonna do are we gonna work on your S's and where your tongue is when you swallow? Will you make some videos for everybody on Instagram? Okay, guys, you heard it here first. Lily is going to let us record her sessions and record her working on her S's and record her swallowing, right? Because we all know that the muscles we use for speech and swallowing are different, but we can take an oral and motor and myofunctional approach to address them. So we are going to do just that. If you guys have questions about your own kiddos or any clients, or you'd love to hear Lily's answer from the perspective of a four-year-old, feel free to um, send us an email, clientcare at littlesproutspeech.com, or just send a, a message on Instagram at Hallie Balkan. We'll put that up here for you guys to access as well. And yeah, we'll keep you posted on Lily's journey. She's doing awesome. And we have the best dental team, right? We love you, Dr. T. We love you, Dr. T. All right, guys. Have a good day. This is Lily and Hallie signing off. Say bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want to hear more of these Mayo Tots airway and feeding related episodes, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or pledge a small amount on patreon.com forward slash the untethered podcast. If you found value, others you know in this space will too. So be sure to share this episode on your social media platforms and join us over on Facebook, on my Facebook page at Hallie Balkan Biz, on Instagram at, at Hallie Balkan. And you can head over to untetheredpodcast.com to grab a copy of the show notes where you can 
also subscribe to be kept up to date on the latest podcast episodes. Big shout out to Dana McKay, podcaster extraordinaire, for editing and helping me keep this podcast alive.